Hello, dear friends. Welcome to episode 13 of Being an Everyday Hero. My name is Brett Culp. Today, I'm going to do some question and answer, some Q&A on social media, on my social media accounts. I I asked, I requested uh, if anyone had any questions they wanted uh, me to answer on the podcast, and I had no idea if anyone would, but they did. And I got a lot of responses, so I want to talk about that today and, and share some ideas from these questions. And there are probably more questions I have here in my hand than I can get to today. Uh, so I'm sorry if I don't get to yours, but if I don't get to yours and it's a question that I feel like I can answer, then I will do so on another episode upcoming. I'll, I'll, I'll set aside some time for that. So thanks for being here. This podcast is for people that just really feel deep in their heart that they want to make a positive impact in the world. If you're the kind of person that wants to take every part of your life, all the things you do and all the things you're part of, and make an impact with those that helps other people, that makes the world a better place, that spreads kindness and compassion, no matter what you're doing, no matter where you find yourself, in your work, in your family, in your community, then you are an everyday hero. And this podcast is about how to think, how to build perspective, and it also is sharing encouragement and specific insights about how you can do that. So sometimes I just share insights, but sometimes, you know, from my own experiences and the stories that I'm going through as a documentary filmmaker, and sometimes I interview other people that are either everyday heroes themselves or that are working to build that spirit of heroism in their profession, in their work, or in their life in some way. So thanks for being here. Thanks for being an everyday hero. So let me dive into this because there's some really great questions today. And I want to start with this first one from from Alex on Facebook who sent this to me. And and his question, I'm just going to read this off. It says, I'm a counselor and an executive director of a not-for-profit that works with kids who've been sexually and physically abused. One thing I often struggle with is judging my success as a counselor or director. I know we are always learning and growing, but sometimes I have a difficult time reminding myself of that because I just want to be great at what I'm blessed to get to do, and I want to be as helpful to these kids as I can. How do you remind? How do you give yourself positive reminders to keep your spirits up and give yourself the recognition you deserve for the good work you do? Such an important question, and so such has been part of my struggle. So often we are overwhelmed with tasks, and the to-do list just goes on forever. I have never, like in my adult life, reached the end of my to-do list. It never ends. And and working, if you're working in a not-for-profit, that probably, you know what I'm talking about with that. Even in the corporate, no matter what you're doing, you know what I mean. But, but in the not-for-profit world, that is particularly true because most of the time, you have more to do than any human being could ever accomplish. And so what's difficult about that is that you just become so committed to the list and knocking things off the list that once you get one thing done, you immediately just go to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And I think for me, what's been important, and this was not naturally my instinct, but it's becoming more important to me, is the need to stop for a minute and celebrate. Everything that happens that is good that is positive, just stop for a minute and celebrate it. 
And you may need to find your own groove for that. Typically for me, it's calling somebody that I know will appreciate what just happened and say, hey, I just did this. This just happened. This just came through. I needed to stop for a minute and celebrate with someone. Will you celebrate with me? Will you join me in the positive of this? That is part of the need that all of us have for care, to take care of ourselves. So often we spend our time and energy pouring into other people and we don't get the care that we need. And when I say care, what I mean by that is affirmation, is someone speaking into you, into your heart, truths about who you are and what you're doing. It may be that in your world, you need to create a little round table that sits once a week you know, of people. And all you do, it's not about critique. It's not about improvement. It is literally about everybody on the team looking each other in the eye and saying, you know what? This is what was awesome about you this week. This is what was great in what you did. This is what was fabulous. Because again, I know we're trying to get better and being on a mission and critiquing and getting, you know, all that stuff. But there is a time when our hearts, our souls need to be affirmed and to be told, you are amazing. This thing you did was really extraordinary. I watched you work in this today and it was fabulous. And as caregivers, most of us are like, oh yeah, I know, I need to give that to other people. But there is a time when you need to stop and have somebody give that back to you where your ability to conjure up those fabulous moments in your head is not going to work because your brain and your heart are kind of short-circuited and you do not have the energy you need. And so as a leader, you need a steady diet of people who know you and respect you pouring those truths and affirmations into you. So I think that's that's really important is, is that opportunity to stop and in your own mind and from the mouths and hearts of others to celebrate the good stuff and make make time for it because the needs, the needs are endless. The needs that are out there, there's always going to be a need. There's always going to be another email to answer, another phone call to take, another crisis and it's it, it it is it is important it is urgent but there are also levels of self care that matter that are required for you to be able to continue doing that and i think many leaders don't don't realize how important that is and that's why we burn out because not only do we not rest enough and we don't take enough days off, but we don't get the affirmation we need. And then sometimes we just even lose our purpose and we don't feel the success. We don't feel the good stuff. So take some time and experience the good stuff. So let me, let me also talk about this question from Bob, uh, who sent this to me on Facebook. Bob is kind of dreaming of a passion project, something that he wants to create uh, as a filmmaker. And he's seeing it out there in the future, and he's trying to figure out how to get from an idea, a very raw idea, to a finished film. And a lot of us have these visions and dreams in our head, but we don't exactly know how to get to from point A to point B, particularly when it comes to funding. So here's where I would start. And let me say this about me. The reason why I feel comfortable to talk about that is because of 
the fact that a passion project really changed my whole career and my life even. Uh, Our film Legends of the Night, which you can watch now on Netflix, before it was on Netflix and Amazon and iTunes and all those places, it was just an idea that I had. I didn't have a big studio behind me. I did not have funding. It was just something that I wanted to do. But the success of that film uh, ultimately changed my entire career. And now the things that I'm doing are really the result not just of opportunities that other people brought me after that film was released and we made an impact with it through screening it all over the world, raising nearly $100,000 for charity. It just opened my mind. It opened my experience set. And having something take off like that just changed the way I saw my work, my world, and the impact that I could make. And now, you know, it just shifted. It just shifted everything in my brain. So then the question becomes, okay, so somebody sees what I did with Legends of the Night. Okay, well, how do I do that with my idea? How do I take my idea from something, from nothing? It's just an idea in my head. How do I bring it to life? So here's the thing I would say first. Legends of the Night was not my first passion project. Probably before that, I did several other passion projects that were not on the same scale. They were smaller. They were music videos. They were short documentaries. There were things uh, that I just had in my head that I wanted to do. So they were things that maybe took a few days or a week as opposed to something that took you know several months of my life like Legends of the Night did. I think that the issue with a lot of this, I, first of all, I'm a big believer in passion projects, and I think that to keep from going insane, you always have to have something in your world that you're really excited about. So it may be that the work you're doing right now, you wake up every morning and you say, man, this is if I could pick a hobby for my work, I would still pick this. (laughs) This is like my favorite thing in the world to do. It may be that you feel that way, but it may be that you are starting to feel a little burnout or fatigue. You're wishing you were doing something else. I think that's where at the core passion projects come in because it gives you the opportunity to do something or create something or work on something that is truly an extension of your heart and soul and spirit Um, and that you're in control of, that you have the opportunity to shape and sculpt into what you want, not just in terms of what it is, but also what is done with it, what happens with it when it's finished. All of those things are under your control. I think your heart needs a space like that, a place like that. And if you don't have one, and you're feeling burnout at what you're doing, you probably need to find a space for that in in whatever you're passionate about and and you're the only one that knows that so i think finding a space for that is really important in your life so i recommend doing it but then the question becomes okay how do i fit that into my life and the first answer is is that you may have to kind of start small so that you can do that i probably created five small passion projects before i went after the big one And those five small ones taught me about 
you know, creating them, understanding myself, knowing what my passions and limits were, knowing what I was willing to sacrifice, knowing what really mattered to me, and also learning how to get these things out into the world and make an impact with them, get get them seen, get them watched, watch how people respond to them, learn how you, to use social media to do, to get them out into the world. And so I would say those five passion projects that were, you know, a little shorter, films were the start of that for me. And so if there's a project that you have in mind, if there is a way to start with it that isn't overwhelming, that isn't the full, I'm going to make a two-hour documentary film about this, well, start, take a step back. And what if you could create it as a five-minute little piece that could become something more, that you could use that five-minute piece to gather support and to get it out into the world. Are you willing to make that five-minute piece without any funding, without any help, without any support, without any safety net? Can you do that? And if you can, not only logistically, but if in your heart you're willing to, then I would say do that first. And then use that as a way of not only learning how to build support for a bigger project, but also gathering the type of people around you that would be interested in supporting you in a larger project so that you can build that support. So you start a little bit on the slow side for yourself, getting getting new ideas out into the world and also not overwhelming yourself with something so huge that you don't know how you would ever take it on or finish it. There are people who have an idea, who have never done any kind of passion project before, but who have an idea and then they're able to raise the funding and the support they need on Indiegogo or Kickstarter to just do the whole thing and they start from scratch. I don't know any of those people. (laughs) The people that I know are all people that kind of stuck their toe in the water and then kind of worked their way in to learning how you take these entrepreneurial kinds of projects that are small and build them into bigger things. And and now, I mean, when I look at my life, you know, now I've got multiple projects in the works. They're all extensions of my heart and my spirit and my passion. But now because of Legends of the Night, I kind of know how to do them generally. It doesn't mean I'm perfect. And I mean, I look at Look to the Sky, and which is my next film to be released in spring of 2017. And, you know, I thought, oh, I went through Legends of the Night. I know exactly what I'm doing with all this. Well, that wasn't true. There are things that are different about this project, and I've had to learn new things. But in general, I kind of know how to take an idea and take it from nothing in my head to something. And I have built the support and the people who love me and love my work, who support me and help me along the way in wonderful, wonderful ways. And we have grown in that together. Um, And so that's what I would say. I think think, that's a lot of rambling, but I think the core answer is to start with a small vision that you can cast into the world and find people using social media, forums, websites, Twitter, all those places to gather like-minded people who care about the project and would be willing to help and support you in many different ways. Uh, So this question came from Instagram, and I'm not going to say this username right, but it's from Heroes4, I think is the name. And 
what Heroes 4 said is, I would love to hear you talk about a man's role in terms of being a father, being a husband, being a man in the world. Um, and that's such a big question, and it's loaded with many different things, but here's, here's what I will say about that, and here's the reason I wanted to talk about it. Um, two podcasts ago, right, maybe more than that, I interviewed Dr. Melissa Miller, who uh, is the producer on a film called A Voice That Carries, and I'm honored to be directing that film uh, alongside her and her team at Southeast Psych, and that film is really about the role of fathers in their daughters' lives. And um, the goal of the film is to help fathers engage with their daughters and make a positive difference and to show the power of fathers in their daughters' lives. Sometimes dads get to a certain point and they don't think that their voice matters very much in their daughter's lives. But the new research is showing that it matters tremendously and more than we might have expected in ways that, that we, many of us, don't think about in our traditional ways of thinking about fatherhood. And, and I think as I have jumped into that project, the word that has come out as so important to me is engagement engagement and what i mean by that word is being being active being an active participant in the things of your life there has never been a time in history when it was easier to check out to disengage to not be present to not be here to not be where you are, to be in your home with your family, but not mentally, emotionally, or spiritually be there. You can, any device that you have, you can use to check out, to literally, to, to almost literally in your brain, go somewhere else. That's all wonderful technology. I love it. And it's been a gift for me and for my family to use it to learn and grow and have fun and entertain ourselves. But when that tool becomes an escape from the, the present moment that is right in front of us, whether it's taking your daughter to ice cream and spending the entire time playing Clash of Clans on your phone or posting on Instagram or reading Instagram and missing that moment. Yeah, I was thinking recently about when you look back, you know, there's so many things in life that are the little things. But when you look back later, you realize that it was those little things that actually were the big things. And I think that is one of the things that is so important to know that your voice matters and your uh, abilities matter and that you make a difference. And whoever you are, wherever you find yourself today, you have a role to play in the lives of other people that is important and that is significant. And the people in your world need you. They need you. They need you to engage. They need you to help. They need your skills, your abilities, your wisdom, your thoughts, your know-how. So don't, don't disengage. Don't disconnect from that. Stay present. Stay in contribution. 
I'm going to do one more question here because it's a short one, and it's from uh, Aaron on Facebook. And Aaron asked if I have plans to complete the DC Trinity. And what he means by that is in documentary films, I've done this film on that was connected to Batman, Legends of the Night, and my upcoming film, Look to the Sky, has a has a Superman element in it. And so he's asking if I plan to produce a film that is connected to Wonder Woman. First of all, let me say, I love Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman is an amazing character. And I'm actually in this moment, in this podcast, dropping a little hint about Wonder Woman playing a big role in an upcoming episode of this podcast. So if you love Wonder Woman, stay tuned to an upcoming episode because something cool related to Wonder Woman is coming that I think you're really going to like. But the question is, will am I going to make a Wonder Woman-related documentary film? And my answer, my best answer right now is I have no idea. I have no idea. Right now, I don't have a vision for that. But we'll see. Maybe in an upcoming episode, I'm going to change my mind. So I hope that was helpful for you. That I feel like this episode, as I get to the end of it, was not as focused as some others have been. But maybe that was helpful. Maybe that was uh, a good thing. So um, anyway, thanks for being here. Thanks for submitting these questions. If you have a question and you would like to share it, you can do it through my website. You can send me an email through my website, which is uh, brettkulp.com, and that's B-R-E-T-T-C-U-L-P. Or you can uh, send me a message or a comment or a tweet or whatever on any of the social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, I'm, I'm in all those places except for Snapchat. So you can send me stuff in all those places. And I'd love to hear from you. And uh, happy to, to know if this podcast is helping you. If it is, I'd love to know about that and why it's helping you and what about it is helping you. And I'd also like to answer questions uh, in upcoming episodes. So thanks for being here today. If this was helpful to you and if this podcast has been helpful to you, please leave a a comment somewhere uh, on iTunes or wherever you found it. That really helps. And share it with someone who you think might need it. Share it on social media and feel free to tag me. I'd love to see your post. But thanks for being here today. Thanks for being uh, a hero. And I look forward to the next episode. Sending love and big hugs. (laughs) 